0: Hey, mamas, welcome back to the episode. I am very excited about this week's episode. It is actually a re-record from an episode I did in season one about aligning your business with your calling. And I really wanted to pull parts of that episode and refresh it to talk a little bit about my journey in network marketing and how I used to show up in my businesses and how I show up now really understanding what God is calling me to do. So whether you're a believer or not, I really want you to listen to this episode because I think this message is gonna touch so many people's lives and I hope that you are blessed by this. So let's get You're listening to the Mom Squad Podcast, a space for moms in network marketing. I'm your host, Melissa Wheelahan. I'm a mom, educator, coach, and trainer. For the past 25 years, I have been a part of network marketing as a stay-at-home mom, a part-time working mom, a full-time working mom, and most recently as an empty nester. And I've learned a thing or two. Do you ever feel like you're trading family time for business time? Have you tried all the things and still don't feel like you're getting anywhere? Are you always wondering where your next customer will come from or feel like the hustle never ends? Are you wanting to lead others, but you just don't know how? Well, then you have come to the right place. I believe that the most impactful Network marketers show up for their customers and team as their authentic, humble, and real self. So whether you're just starting on your network marketing journey, or you've been in network marketing for a while, or you just need to see things from a different lens, I'm here to help. I'm going to be teaching you how to level up your business through relationships, leadership, and impact. So grab a pen and paper and get comfy because it's about to get real, raw, and authentic. Are you ready? Let's stop the hustle and embrace the journey. Let's go. Okay, let's jump right in. So as I said in the intro, some of this episode is brought back from episode I did in season one. Uh, of the same name, aligning your business with your calling. And I know that there are people out there, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a full-time working mom, a part-time working mom, or just people in general, there's a lot of reasons why people consider joining network marketing companies. And there's one of three reasons. It is either the money they can make, so the comp plan and the income that they can make, two, its community, the community and the people around and, and wanting to be a part of something, Or three, it's the product, the the product and they're getting the discount on the product and they really love the product. Those are usually one of the three reasons you'll find why people will join a company. And so I want to share with you some insight that I've had from my journey in the past 25 years of thinking about joining a company with a different reason in mind and really thinking about how is God calling you to show up and impact others? people's lives and running your business from a God-centered space instead of one of those three reasons. And so I hope that you enjoy my journey and you get a lot out of this episode. So let's start with my journey. My journey of how I came into multi-level marketing or direct sales, and, and we're going to talk about a couple different. I, I started in uh, direct sales and now I'm in affiliate marketing, which is different. But I um, was a new mom. So this was in 1997, and I had my son, my first son, Trey, and I had a really good job. I worked in banking, and I um, loved my job. I had planned to be a working mom. That was my, my goal, was to be a working mom, and I had him, and back then, you know, we didn't have family care leave, so I went back to work after six weeks. He went to a family child care provider who was amazing, and I loved her. And he, um, I would go to pick him up, and there would be, like, she'd say to me, oh, today he sat up, or oh, today he held his bottle, or oh, today he was doing all these milestones that I was missing. And I started to feel like I was going to be missing out on a lot of stuff because I chose to be a working mom. Now, nothing against working moms because I have – since been a working mom but in that stage in that season of my life I went home to my husband and I said I think I want to stay at home and he said to me we can't afford for you to stay home we need your income and I said, well, how much money do I really need to make? Like, let's, like, figure this out. Let's look at our expenses and see how much money I'm making. And let's see if there's another way that I could be at home. Like, what could I do? And I had recently gone to a party, uh, uh, a cooking party, a pampered chef party. And I had bought a couple things because I did not know how to cook, um, I, like couldn't even boil water, and I, you know, could have been on Worst Cooks of America at that point. But I didn't know how to cook, and I gone to a party, and I thought, huh, well, I remember the lady talking and saying that uh, if you did one party a month, you could make a hundred dollars. So I thought, I mean, how much money do I really need to make? And I would maybe I could do that, and I could learn how to cook, and I'd get some fun stuff. So we sat down. And we figured out our budget. And after everything was said and done, dry cleaning, gas money, daycare, I mean, childcare alone, child care costs, um, eating out because, you know, we were too tired to cook. And that was with one child. And um, this was, uh, my oldest was about three or four months old. So I wasn't pregnant with my second one yet. But I knew we were going to probably have a second child and maybe a third. So I was like, how much... Money are we spending? Is this even worth it? When we sat down and looked at it, you guys, I was bringing home $150 a month. So I said to my husband, oh, I got the perfect idea. I can do this thing. And she told me I could make $100 every party. So if I do two parties a month, I can make $200 and that's $50 more than I actually need to make. So I convinced him that that was a good idea. And I called the person and I signed up and started my journey in direct sales. Now, I had a really good run. I was very successful in that company. Um, I was really solid in sales. I grew a pretty decent sized team. Um, But I was in it because I wanted the money. I wanted to not have to go back to work full time and I wanted to be home with my kids. So there was a lot of pressure for me to do that company because I needed the money. I knew I needed the hundred dollars. Now, this is back in nineteen ninety-seven, you guys. So like now I think if I needed a hundred dollars a month, I would just not go to dinner once a month, right? But like I made more than that. I earned trips. I had a really good experience. I still use the products and buy the products. It is the only thing that is in my kitchen. And um and then my kids got older and I decided I didn't want to be out at night anymore. It didn't really fit my lifestyle. It was I just I just it was I had done my season in that time. And there are Seasons and times for everything, right? Then a little bit later on, I got introduced to another company that was um, uh – food related where you put together you had these parties and people put the food together and then they would be ready to go and they would just add the seasonings and then they'd put it in their freezer and then when they were ready to cook dinner they cooked dinner and I did that for a very short amount of time that company actually closed but again I did that because I missed the people I missed having something of my own I didn't necessarily need the money at this point because we were making more money and I was a stay-at-home mom now with three kids and I could do that um and and we had enough money for me to be a stay-at-home mom. And I did that for a little bit of side money to do fun things with my family. And I wanted uh, just a night out. I wanted community. I wanted some reason to be with people. So I joined that. But then that company closed. So then I waited a little bit. And then uh, I started with another company that was brand new. So it was this shiny object that was hanging in front of me. A brand new company. I got right in at the very beginning Um, it was, uh, a consumable product, uh, but it was hard to sell. It was hard to sell because you could buy cheaper options, other places. And at this point I had started teaching preschool and it just didn't align with, uh, my regular job of teaching preschool. And so I thought, huh, but that one I joined because it seemed like I could make good money. The comp plan seemed well. Uh, I felt like I was, you know, Gonna get in at the right time, and so that was why I joined that company. And then I kind of took a couple years off and dabbled in a couple of things like I did a healthcare company, I did a rubber stamp company, I did makeup for probably almost a year, but never really jumped two feet in because I had pretty much swore off direct sales, and I just kind of joined those companies to have a really good discount and shop. And then I came across affiliate marketing. And I had found a boutique company through a friend of mine who was working there um, in corporate. And I knew that this person, everything that he did, turned to gold. So I decided to jump in with two feet and say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come into this, but I'm gonna do it the way I wanna do it. And I'm going to interview the people and I'm going to pick the leader I want who could help me get to the places I want to get to and help me build the team I want and help me do all the things, right? So still with that mindset of like, what am I going to get? What am I going to get? Who's going to help me be successful? How am I going to get there? Hustle, hustle, hustle. And I spent uh, almost a year with that company and then decided to leave because I just didn't feel... Aligned, but I really liked the affiliate marketing program. Like I liked that part different from direct sales and multi-level marketing. And that um was in November of 2021. And so I kind of sat and really didn't do anything. And then in March of 2022, I found my current company, Um, I am an affiliate with Rising Phoenix Boutique, which is an affiliate marketing online boutique, which is very different than um, direct sales or any type of selling I've ever done before in my life. And during this time when I found this company, I also was going through some professional growth uh, and spiritual growth through what we call core wound healing. And I'm actually going to have my friend Monique Gaffney Uh, I'm going to interview her to talk about leadership and how to lead from a healed space. And so it changed my perspective um, on how I was showing up for my team and how I was going to lead and also started doing a lot of journaling and time in the morning with God and he just changed my heart. And he basically showed me that he has given me all of these gifts and all of these talents and all of these experiences to get me to this point now. And I like to say that every thing I've done is the warm up act to now. And it's a very different mindset for thinking about being in a business when you're doing it because that's where God needs you to be. And so I'm going to share with you how to do that because what I have seen in my business since I've started removing myself from that, it is not about me. It is not about what I'm going to get. And it's really about what God wants to do in my business through me. Now, I sell clothes. It is not about the clothes. I tell people on my team, if you think this is about the clothes, you're wrong. The clothes are the vehicle by which they will get me to the people. But once I fully surrendered my business to God and said, whatever you have for me, I'm gonna follow. You say go and I go. Once I did that, and I had gone through some healing and had had healed through some uh, things that were kind of blocking my mindset and shifted my mindset a little bit. It is amazing to me. So I have been with Rising Phoenix since March of this year. My really good friend joined me um, in April. And as of today, we have almost 500 people on our team. Um, and my team has sold a lot. <laughs> We've been in the top. We are the top five selling team in the company as of right now. Um, And it is not me. And people would say, well, you joined that company when they were brand new. Because I did join in March. The company started in February. And when people say to me, well, you got in early and that's why. I would say, no, that's not why. I would say it's because God has a plan for me and the women that we are impacting. And so I want to share with you three things that I came up with about how I got to this point. Like, how did I get to the point of surrendering everything over to God and letting him be in control of my business? So the first thing is that you have to show up in love and grace. And so if you are the kind of leader that is um, really hard on yourself and always hustling, like, believe me, I am an achiever. Like I am, if you know Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram three. I am type A personality. I am super competitive and i had to learn that that's okay to have that to be competitive and be an achiever but in a healthy way. and so the number one thing is that you need to show up in love and grace for your team because especially now we don't you don't know what people are going through. You don't know who uh that just joined your team needs to sell something so that they can put gas in their car to get back home from work. You don't know what their family situation is. We, in social selling, which my company is social selling, I don't even know most of the people on my team. I mean, I've probably the have maybe a handful of them that I've met in person. And so you're getting to know this other personality and you just don't know what they're going through. And so we On our team, we show up in love and grace. We love on everybody. We give grace where needed. Um, We also hold people accountable, but you have to, as a leader, show up with love and grace for others. And, and you can only do that if you understand God's love and God's grace. And so working on yourself through Bible studies or devotional time, or however you need to do that meditation, going to therapy, like I went through healing and then I ended up in therapy. Like there are things that people have to work through and I'm, I'm a work in progress. Like I'm not done. There are still things that, you know, I tell the leaders on my team, just Call me out when I do it because I need to first step is awareness of what I'm doing. So number one is show up in love and grace. The second is pray, prayer. Like what is your prayer life like? Pray for your business. Every morning I pray for my business, for the customers and the people that God is going to have me interact with. I pray for the women on my team and the women that are coming to my team. Um, we are getting ready to do a leadership series, my upline and I, in January, and I have been praying individually for all the women who have been signing up for that because this is not my business. This is God's business. And I am called to be Christ-like and to point people to Jesus. And that is what I want to do. So praying for your business, all aspects, is really important. The third is Surrender. Like, I know that's hard for people, but you just have to surrender it. You have to say, okay, Lord, this is for you. Like I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but I'm just going to do it. Um, When I decided to pivot the podcast to being about network marketing, I was scared. I was fearful. I was like, oh my goodness, all the moms that I've been helping from a faith-based space (laughs) to get through momhood and now I'm pivoting to talking about my business. And I mean, I, 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 I feel like I have good ideas, but I know that I'm not perfect and I'm always learning alongside, but who am I? And so I just have to surrender it. Lord, you told me to pivot this podcast and you told me to surrender my business to you. And so I'm surrendering it daily. So the first is show up in love. Second is prayer. And third is surrender. And here's what I want to say. Um, Jesus already knows. He already knows. God already knows. God knows why you're listening to this podcast. God knows why he put you in your business. He already knows. He already knows the lives of the people that you're going to impact. It is his plan, not ours. Even though we always want it to be ours, it is not. It is his plan. And when you step out of your own way, um, it's just a lot easier. So if we rethink the reasons why we join. And you may have joined for one of those three reasons, right? You may have joined your business for the comp plan and making some money. You may have joined because you wanted community. You may have joined because you wanted the discount. That's okay. But what are you doing within your business to glorify God? Like it's okay to have those goals to say, I'm going to show up. I need to make an extra money. I need to make a hundred dollars. I mean, that was me. I needed to make $150, but you can't get hung up on those reasons because that will give you nowhere to grow and nowhere to go. And I had a pastor who used to say, if you aren't growing, you're shrinking. And it's true. If you just shine up, show up, like if you just do your business, you sign up, you're like, I'm signing up. I want the discount. You can't always buy everything. You're going to run out of money. (laughs) If you stood there for the discount, if you had all the money to buy all the stuff, you wouldn't need the discount, right? If you're just showing up about the money, you're going to be hustling, hustling, hustling. I need to make more money. and need to make more money. If you're just showing up for the community and the community makes you mad or you don't feel like you're getting what you need out of the community, you're going to quit. But when you have a bigger reason and a bigger purpose and you can sit back and say, okay, Lord, who am I impacting today? Who do you need me to be Christ-like for? whether people on your team are Christians or not, I have no idea who on my team is a Christian and who is not. I mean, I know some who are because they have verbalized that to me, but I don't make the assumption that they are or are not. I treat everybody the same. I will say, I'll pray for you. Um, I pray for them every day. It doesn't matter. It's because I know... That this is God's business. And the item, the clothes that I sell is just the vehicle to get me to the people so that I can impact their lives in some way to help them feel confident in who they are and know that they are loved by Jesus. And so I really want you to consider how are you showing up every day and how are you aligning your business with your calling What about your business are you called to do? Because it is not an accident that you are in the business you are in. So why are you there? What is God wanting you to do? So I hope that this blessed you. I know this was a little longer than my normal episodes and I am sorry, but I really wanted to share this message with you today. And I hope that you all have an amazing week and I will see you next week and get out there, be brave, be bold, and be beautiful mamas did you enjoy that episode I hope so who do you know that needs to hear this information one of the ways you can show your love for the mom squad is by subscribing reviewing and sharing and don't forget to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform and tag me at Melissa Wheelahan thanks for listening I'll see you next week